Welcome to the Rise Up in Business podcast. I'm Tracy Myler Crane and I'm your host. I'm a business lawyer, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a mum to two wonderful little people. This podcast is designed to be the business and law podcast for small business owners. Each episode explores different business and legal concepts in a clear and easy to understand way, all delivered in bite-sized chunks that are easy to listen to. You're sure to be able to take little nuggets of gold from each episode and implement them into your business straight away. I'm bringing you these podcast episodes each week with my intention being to share with you what you need to know to feel empowered so you can rise up and take control in your business. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me for another episode. In this season, as you know, we are diving into adding value to business owners who are reached between that one to three year mark in business. And after wearing all the hats and doing all the things, pausing to take a break and come up for air and say, right, now what? And today's guest is going to add so much value to business owners that are in that space because we're going to talk about some useful things you can do to help with the overwhelm and focus on productivity. So today I'm talking to Alison Morgan, who is a business coach with more than a decade of experience in one-on-one coaching. And Alison operates her coaching business, The Relauncher. Alison, welcome. Thanks, Tracy, for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I'm so happy to be having this chat with you. I've known you since the very beginning of my business journey with this business, and I'm really excited to be able to share you with my audience, and I just know that the listeners are going to get so much value out of this chat. First of all, can you just tell listeners a little bit about you? Yeah, sure. So I've been running my business for just over 11 years now, and I've always worked from home. I started the business when my children were very young, and now they are at the stage where they're finishing school. So (laughs) I've been through, you know, every single stage of bringing them up while running this business. So basically, I'm a business coach. The business has always been one-on-one business coaching. I've never gone down the route of group coaching. In terms of the groups that I have coached, it was always by our events. Pretty much that's what I do in a nutshell. And I also have a second business called Sticky Studio, where we have got a lot of work going through in terms of branding, logo, websites, membership portals, packaging, all the fun things. So there is a lot going on, always. There is. What I love about what you've just said there, Alison, is a couple of things. One is you've lived it. You've lived it. You've breathed it. You talk the talk, but you can walk the walk. And I think that's just so valuable because you're in there running your business from home with a family. The juggle's real. And not only can you draw on your experience as a business owner, but on your experience of working with so many other business owners through the ups and the downs. And I really love that. And the second thing is the one-on-one coaching. There's just so many coaches and horses for courses and, you know, different folks, different strokes, but there's so many coaches that are moving towards group coaching only, and that's not for everyone. And you are one of the few, I think, that exclusively do one-on-one coaching. And I think that that's, that's fabulous. Is that by choice, by design for you? It was a very, very big decision. So I as I think a lot of people listening in will resonate with this, I got to year three and I was maxed out on business coaching clients and I'm like, what next? And the natural progression is to start 
an online course, group coaching, and I, I really resisted it because for me, my style of coaching is very specific to each individual client. So I was like, oh my gosh, if I got everyone in a group and I start giving solutions, I'm not really going to be that effective because the solutions you give for a beauty business, you know, that's got a retail space versus someone that's working online online is just so, so different, you know, specifically in different industries. So at that stage, I was actually running events, as I mentioned before, and that was a fabulous way of meeting lots of people, building an audience, you know, and a database and also gaining new clients through that. When it came to that decision of how do I scale this and how do I grow without swapping time for money, I did a few little things. I released an ebook, which was really good. I released Relauncher on Demand, which is a portal in the back end of my website. So it's like a pre-recorded four-week course. But I resisted the urge to do like a big scale course because I was just like, that's just not going to fit with, with my ethos. So that's when I started expanding my offerings and branching out into what is now Sticky Studio. But at that time, it was under the Relauncher banner. So it was basically extending the service offerings to things that clients were asking for that didn't necessarily fall under my remit. So, for example, logos and websites. And that element of the business remained under the relaunch of brand for about five years and then I eventually peeled it out and it became Sticky Studio. Gosh, I love that journey. And so now when somebody comes to you, what I think is really it's unique, I think, to you, but it's also particularly helpful for newer business owners we need coaching. We want business coaching. We need someone to help us with the what next and and how to do this. But also you can coach and support in terms of the branding because that's your business too. Logos, websites, memberships, offerings, all of that. So it's not like being overwhelmed and having to now go out into the big wide world and, and get a designer and a brander because you can support through both of those. That's exactly right. And and that's also my background because when I was in corporate, I worked on the client side and would deal with agencies for, you know, rolling out advertising campaigns and marketing collateral. So, so I had a really good understanding of how that all works because that business, Sticky Studio, is so processes and systems driven. Like the business would not be able to operate without systems and processes. And I gained so much knowledge and experience for that, you know, being in corporate And you've been able to put it to such good use in your businesses and in helping others. Talking about systems and processes, let's dive in and have a chat about productivity because what I hear a lot with the clients I work with is that once they're reaching around that three-year mark, a lot of fatigue, a lot of exhaustion, a lot of, oh my gosh, what now? We've gotten this far We sort of just managed, we cobbled together, if you like, didn't really know what we were doing, but we gave it a crack to see whether it was going to take off. Guess what it did? But now we find endless to-do lists, chasing our tails, productivity thieves, you know, we're losing so much time. And I know that you support clients through these particular stressful points. So let's dive in here. What do you see with business owners that are coming to you, pulling their hair out, going, oh my gosh, what next? And how do you work that through? Look, it's always so different for everyone. You know, some people that have got families are having different struggles versus someone that's, 
doing it alone or with a team and have been going for, you know, longer. The great thing about the first three years is you've got the business foundation and you've spent enough time running the business to start to understand what your customer actually needs and wants from you. And in most instances, you get to that three-year mark and you need to evolve the business based on your findings up until that point. So that is really important. And some people resist changing at that point because they think, you know, they think back to all the time, the effort, the energy and the money they've invested and they think that by evolving is undoing all that good work. But in actual fact, it can be the making of the business. So I think that's really one thing is like don't resist evolving your business at that time if your gut's telling you it needs to move on. I think it's really good to be in a routine for productivity, but you can get stale as well. So I think it's really important to add variety into your working day or working weeks. So that might mean that you need to change the space that you're working in. You know, like for some people that might mean moving into a co-working space. For other people, it might be redecorating the office. It's something different for everyone. And it's so important to be out and about meeting and speaking to people. I think that that is absolutely one of the key elements to success is networking in a way that's going to suit you. All these things, you know, stepping away from your desk at the time can feel like it's not a good use of your time, but I can guarantee you every time you do it and come back, There'll be a finding or an idea that you've thought of or literally you're quicker answering the emails and doing your to-do list. It's that brain space, isn't it? You know, I, I find that initially I was very much, well, if I can sit at my office from in my desk from this time to this time, that's really great. That's lots of hours. But it's quality over quantity I came to realise very quickly because, as you say, even just the time it takes to respond to those emails and that can be a deal breaker in terms of getting bogged down. The inbox, oh my gosh. Yes, or oh, the inbox is the worst. Oh, isn't it the worst? And oh gosh, I don't think I've met a single business owner that didn't struggle with the inbox. In fact, you know, it's an ongoing struggle of mine, albeit I, I think I'm getting better. Do you have anything you can share with us, particularly in relation to productivity around the inbox? I know that you are very good with the way you deal with yours. Yeah, well, look, I've got five email addresses for my business. And as you know, I've got a team, but literally in my role, and it's the sticky studio business because there's just so much going on, my email is just pinging all the time. So if I wanted to, I could just have every day just sitting here answering emails, but that is no good. So, and also, when you start to become fatigued, it takes you so much longer to respond because a lot of my emails are very intricate. You know, they're not just quick yes, no answers. So I literally, I batch task, which is what everyone will say to do, batch task and, and do it at a time that's actually going to suit you. So sometimes I will do that in the morning. Sometimes I'll do that in the afternoon. I mean, I'll obviously answer emails in between, but those big, heavy emails you know, I really need to take time. So I need to dedicate time to answer those. I think a really big thing is, is to not let emails sit unattended for days on end, because I don't think that's good business either. So if I'm in a situation where I'm in a lot of meetings and I can see that things need to be acknowledged, I will send the email off to my assistant and she will respond to saying, just letting you know, Alison's an email. She'll get back to you by and will actually say a date, you know, or a day. Like Alison will get back to you on Wednesday. So that person isn't left hanging. And I just think that is so important that your customers or clients are aware that, yes, you've acknowledged receipt, 
and it will be dealt with, but we can't get to it this very second. And do you then go in or does your assistant then go in and diarise that time on Wednesday, for example, to respond to that email? How do you then make sure that that doesn't just end up in the great big long scroll of death in the email inbox? No, I just put it in my diary. I put a note in my diary. So the the calendar system that I use is Google Calendar and I love it because it syncs to my phone and everything's colour-coded. All my business coaching meetings are yellow. All my podcasts are a certain colour. Anything like urgent has to be dealt with is fire engine red. Right. Okay. So that means it doesn't get missed. It does not get missed. And then once it's done, I just delete it out of my calendar. So nothing ever gets missed. What an amazing system. What I'm also taking away from this though is the simplicity of it. You're not overcomplicating this. Yeah. And that's my style of business coaching. Like so many people will say to me, oh my gosh, this is so easy. And I'm like, well, yeah, the, the simple things are so much better because it gets done, you understand it, and then you can move on. Because otherwise you just get knotted up in the headspace. And it's really hard to do anything if your head is just in a knot and you're overwhelmed and you can't move forward. And this is where so many business owners that I'm working with land. It doesn't have to be at that three-year mark, to be honest, but commonly I see that so often that it is around about that three mark. And then you've just mentioned overwhelm. We land in overwhelm. What's your approach or what's your advice or your view on trying to work through that overwhelm and unpack it so that you can reach out to a business coach or so that you can start feeling like your head's above water when you're in that deep overwhelm? Well, what I do, and this isn't because I'm overwhelmed, it's to avoid becoming overwhelmed, but, and I didn't do this the last two years because of COVID, however, I'm I'm doing this next week. I go and stay in a hotel for a night, and so I've got two days and a night. That time when I'm in there is literally to be thinking about the bigger picture, like what is and isn't working in my business so that I can get systems and processes and things happening much more efficiently for me. Because when you're overwhelmed, it's because there's too much coming in or there's too much to do. So yes, you can chip away and get it done. That's great. But then the likelihood is, is you're going to end up back in that situation again, because that's just how your business is operating. So well, our goal is to grow our business. So really, we need to be stopping every quarter and just going, right, what's working? What's not? what's some systems and processes or what do I just actually just need to get rid of? And the best way to do that is in a different environment to every day. So I find going to a hotel is really, really, really good for that. My gosh, that just sounds so luxurious on several levels to me. That appeals to me on so many levels, not just for the business. I know. Business. So good. Oh, gosh. It's so good. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because, as I said, I didn't get to do that over the past couple of years because of COVID. And I, by the time we hit Christmas holidays this year, I was so exhausted. And even after that month break, I came back feeling like I really could have done another three weeks off because I had closed. You know, everyone's the same. We just didn't get a break. So true. Let's let's hope that this year's going to be different, but let's let's not go there either. Gosh. Okay. So we land ourselves in overwhelm. We realize it's time to do something different. It's time to reach out. I genuinely think that everyone needs a coach. I think everyone should be working with with coaches. I just think that, and I've written about this, I've talked about this a lot, the value of a coach. And it's not, I don't see it as an expense. I see it as an investment because I genuinely think that if we don't do that, to have somebody providing that clarity, that guidance, that support, whatever it is we need at the time, we're more inclined to end up running around in circles and chasing our tail. And I just find it's a slippery slide on, on the way down. When someone wants to start working with you, what do they do? 
Well, basically they reach out, they tell me what they want me to help them with and very quickly I'll be able to say yes or no. I can, I can help most people and it's interesting because I don't specialise just in one area. You know, it could be across the gamut, whether it's business, marketing, staffing, that's another, a lot of, it's a big pain point for a lot of people is communication amongst clients, customers and staff. That's a huge downfall. So basically, you know, after that uh, pre-consultation questionnaire is complete, we have the first meeting, which is an hour and 15 minutes and one hour meetings thereafter. And they're they're around about five weeks apart, just depending on what the business is. But my whole approach is very much results and solutions based. So it's like, you tell me what your problems are. Once I understand your business and your business model, then we know this is what you need to do to move ahead. So it's not about adding a bigger workload because our workloads are always bigger. Quite often it's taking things away and streamlining is a very, very big thing that can really help. I love what you said about the results and the solutions and streamlining and particularly your style of working with somebody is to support and integrate into the business. And as you say, it's not adding another great big chunk out of the diary every single week. And I think that's really important for people to know as well that reaching out to a coach, which I cannot recommend highly enough, but it's not onerous, it's not going to drown you, it's not something else that you need to put onto your already full plate. In fact, it's designed to work with you, to fit in with what you need and to fit in with your capacity and and what you can do. Absolutely. Oh, it's interesting because I've got a first coaching session with a girl tomorrow and she said to me, what homework do I need to do before our first meeting? And I said, there is no homework. You just need to fill out the form and give it to me and I'll tell you exactly what you need to do after our meeting. So, yeah, I think that's a really, really big thing to learn. And, you know, this is what I see a lot is that people are doing too much. They've got too many ideas. They've got too many marketing strategies. They're complicating things and they're not finishing bigger projects that that they should be finishing. And I see that also as the bright and shiny syndrome, which I know that I suffer from too. So, so many great ideas, watching what other people are doing and thinking, gosh, I'm not doing enough. I need to be doing this or what about that? And I think the outcome of that is just spreading ourselves too thin and not achieving the piece by piece outcomes that we need to be achieving. And I know that that's what you help people with and support people with in their journey. Alison, thank you for that. This is just really valuable insight as to how businesses can value, sorry, can obtain value from working with a coach. The really simple productivity tips and tricks. And then when we get into overwhelm, it's not just about digging out, but how to prevent it again going forward. And I love that. Could you just share how can listeners find you? Sure. You can find me at relauncher.com.au and stickystudio.com.au. Amazing. And what I'll do is we'll put in the show notes links to your both websites and your Instagram handle because you're very active on there and you're always very generous with sharing your tips and tricks and and value for for readers, which I think is amazing as well. Alison, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you taking the time and um, I'll include all those details in the show notes. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining me. I very much appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you liked the episode, please be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you found this episode to be of value for you in your business, I would be ever so grateful if you would take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, because that will help this podcast reach the ears of more business owners. 
If you haven't already, don't forget to jump over to my website and download your free copy of my annual legal checklist designed specifically for small business owners. And if you're ready to set your business up so you can get paid every time hassle-free, check out my course, Getting Paid Made Easy. You can access these resources on my website at tmsolicitor.com.au. Remember, in business, prevention is better than cure. I'll be back with another episode for you next week. Until then, take care.